So how y'all doing? We love praising the Lord. So you know, how many of y'all read this week's Torah portion? Almost every hand didn't go up. Every hand should go up. That should have been an, a unanimous thing, right? Why are you not reading the Torah portions? This week's was two whole chapters. Can you not give God 20 minutes of your time? Think about it. Right? 20 minutes is all it would have taken. Matter of fact, you didn't even have, uh, it's 25, 26, and part of 27. Right? Not even the whole, not even three chapters. But there are three very important chapters, aren't they? I encourage you, take the time to read. If not, you might start crying and crying. When you read, you will cry tears of joy. Right, Israel? <laughs> That's not Israel? Up, oh, who is it? the other one. <laughs> he reminds me of Israel. <laughs> She's popping him out too quick. <laughs> All right. But this week's tour person is very interesting. Do you know that of the book of Exodus, what percentage of the book of Exodus talks about the tabernacle? Tabernacle for 1,000, please. Any guess? 10%. Do I hear 12? Do I hear 12? 12. Do I hear 14? Do I hear 14? You're bidding against yourself, right? 30, 15. The, for those that are slow, I will say the question again. <laughs> the question again was, what percentage of the book of Exodus deals with the building of the tabernacle? Exodus, the book we're in now. <laughs> what percentage, Kim? <laughs> 35. 70. No idea. I have no idea. That's what I'm he really hearing. This is what I'm really, I have no idea. Just tell me, Rabbi. 40% of this book deals with the tabernacle. That's pretty important, isn't it? 40% of this word deals with this building. Do you think it's trying to tell us something? In this chapter, he tries to tell us how to build it, build it, right? What to bring. And the fact that when we build this, we build this off of a free will offering. That's important. He starts off by saying... If you want to give. It's not a you must give, right? And these are the most important. What do you think is more important? And you must give offering or a free will offering? Free will. Right? God's saying if you want to give, give to this. You know, people ask, why do we say, above, you know, like the building fund and this other, you know, above your normal ties? Because this is a free will offering. It's something that you want to give from your heart because God has just asked. Does God give you more things than you deserve? Kim, raise your hand. Thank you. Right? 
He gives us a lot more than we deserve. A lot more than Kim deserves. I know that. <laughs> there you go. Right? He gives us things beyond our imagination. You know, he tells us, and I love the scripture of Malachi, which says, I will open the floodgates of heaven and pour out so much blessings you won't know what to do with it. See, that's how our God is. He doesn't just want to give us a little. He wants to give us so much, we have to say what? Enough. Just like the Israelites did. Remember Moses, and even though some of you haven't read, I'm going to give you a little thing that's about to happen in a few weeks, right? They're going to come up to Moses and going to say to him, stop bringing us your stuff. We got enough. Isn't that amazing? That they were willing to give so freely because they knew that it was to bless God. Because he blesses us more than we can imagine. Shouldn't his place look great? It should be the best spot in the neighborhood. You know, when you see the pictures of how the temple looked, man, it stood out, didn't it? It was meant to mean something. And that's how we have to look at it as God's house, because guess what? Where's God's house today? Right inside of us. How does your temple look? Are you giving what the Lord is calling you to give? Are you doing what the Lord is calling you to do? You know, too many people think that it's enough just to come and listen to a sermon, eat some free food, and go home. But that's not being part of the tabernacle, is it? See, we're all those pieces that put together this body, right? We need to be able to keep the body together. Each thing has its unique part. But without it, we fall apart. See, it's not enough just to come to service. How many of you are truly serving God? How do you serve God? You don't just come and sit and eat free food and leave. You get involved. You give back of your time and your talents. Right? You, you help out in the kitchen. We got men that clean up afterwards. I guarantee you in their own house. I didn't ask, I've never asked this. But I wonder how much they clean up in their own house. I don't need to know. I already know, probably, but, right? But when you come here, it's a, part of your, it's a part of your life. You know, one thing that's so unique about our congregation is we're family, right? doesn't matter where you came from, how funny your Jamaican accent is, or your St. Croix accent, or whatever accent you have. Or your New York accent, or your El Salvadorian accent. <laughs> We're all part of God's plan. 
And when we bring this together, that's what God's talking about, building each part. I want you to reread this scripture because God's coming to town. See, God wants to dwell among us. He wants to come and fellow. He wants to be your neighbor, right? What do you do when God comes into town? To give you a whole different attitude in life, right? When God comes to tabernacle, that's when life is special. You know, there are other religions and faiths out there. Their God doesn't come to them. Our God comes to us. Our God loves us so much, he wants to dwell with us. He says, build me the place that I may come and fellowship with you. And with his Ruach HaKodesh inside of us, he's able to come right to us. He wants you to fellowship with him. Read his word. When I ask, have you read this week's Torah portion, every single hand should go up. Right? There's no excuse. Because I guarantee you, if I looked on your cell phone, it would tell me how many hours you were on it, wouldn't it? How many text messages you answer. Maybe you need to text yourself the Word of God. Oh, there's an app. Who's going to create it, right? Each, you'll get a text. 150 words. You read that one and get the next one, right? You can read the Bible, you know, via text message. Text rates may apply. But, and you don't have an excuse of, oh, I don't have the Bible with me. How many of you have a cell phone? How many of you have a smart cell phone? Right? How many of you know there's an app on there called The Bible? And it's free. <gasps> it's a miracle. Right? Load it up onto your phone. You have a few minutes downtime and you're not driving because you can't do it now when you're driving, right? I know some of you should probably do it when you're driving. That's scary. We won't go there. Audio, there you go. And it will even speak to you. You can choose if you want a man's voice or a lady's voice, right? Audio Bible. Is that an app? Part of the app. See? Is it a free app? Tap the app. All right? So there's no excuse that you can't, don't tell me you can't read the Bible. I'm a one-eyed dyslexic. If I can do it, you can do it. it takes me twice as long. I only got one eye to do it with. But it's so important that we understand this word. Because when you see that God tells us the exact size of things, he tells us exactly what he wants. All we need to do is read and understand. Because God wants his tabernacle with us. He wants that fellowship. Have you invited him into your house?
Isn't that what neighbors do? Have you gone over with a fresh apple pie? Don't bring him ham, he won't take it. Some of you will get that joke, others will take a little while. Right? How many of you have moved into a house, your neighbor brings you a big ham? See, some of y'all got it, right? Of course, if, your neighbor's, if, if I'm your neighbor and you bring a Jewish person a ham, that's not exactly very welcoming, but we're not going there. But what we see take place is God is preparing us so we can fellowship with him. He doesn't want a fancy place, but he wants a place that's built by the people who want to give freely, who love him. And that's what it's about. It's about going above and beyond what God has asked us to do because he goes above and beyond all the time with our lives and those blessings that he gives us. You know, if the body of believers today did what God had asked us to do just through the simple tithe, you realize we wouldn't need the Red Cross, we wouldn't need charities, we wouldn't need the government to be helping those who are less fortunate, because the body would have so much funds available that it would be able to do it all. It would be able to help those. It would be able to take care of the orphans, because that's what God called the body to do, to take care of the widows, the orphans. But we're too into the world today. You know, when people, when we take up an offering and people give $2, I really want to give it back to them. Because if all you made is $20 this past week, you need this $2 more than we do. Because you're not going to live. Right? But I guarantee you, those who tithe, they will come up here and they will tell you how God blesses them and brings them in even more, doesn't he? How he'll do things in, in amazing ways. I love telling the story of a gentleman who owned a business. He gave away 90% of his profits and only kept 10 You might have heard of the store called Lord and Taylor's. He even put God's name first. He gave away 90% of his profits and kept 10. You know, that's what it's about, building the kingdom. And when we build the kingdom, we see how God works and develops and understands. And that's what he's calling us to do. I want to encourage you to build it up. To prepare what God has called you to do. Because each of you have a God-given talent that you need to give back to the community, don't you? And I don't want to hear, oh, I'm too shy. Oh, Rabbi, I, I'm a one-eyed dyslexic, and I come up here every week in front of you. I don't want to hear excuses. I want to hear you say, Lord, 
use me. Lord, build me up. Give me the strength I need so that I can share your word. Because that's truly his calling for us. He's preparing to move in with us. We're going to build him a house so that we may go worship him. Are you ready to be invited over? Do you think you deserve to be invited over? The answer is no. None of us are deserving to go into his place, are we? Because none of us are perfect. But guess what? He's a loving and forgiving God. And he's going to invite you into that house so that you can worship and praise him. That you could fellowship with him. That we can learn from him. And that's what God is calling us to do. He's calling us to come together. To build his kingdom. To build his house. How many of you are carpenters out there? Raise your hand, right? We only got one. We're in trouble. Two. So it takes a long time to build that house, right? How many can paint? Lots more hands go up. That's easier, right? You know, when we look at the big picture and we see that God wants us to build this building, many people will say what? Oh, it's too big, too much. Just concentrate on the area in front of you. Build that section. And guess what happens? All of a sudden, that wall is built in record time. God is calling us to build his house now so he can fellowship with us. I want to encourage you to get ready. I really want to encourage you to read the word. If you're not reading it, five minutes every day, you could do it. Right? Is that too much to ask? Because guess what's going to happen? I'm going to tell you what will happen when you start reading it. You're not going to want to put it down. Because you're going to learn so much that God's going to minister to you. Because his word is alive, isn't it? Just like his house that you're building is a living thing. We're now his temple. He wants to dwell inside of us. But you got to let him in, don't you? You got to open up that door. And you got to be afraid, and I said you have to be afraid to follow him. Because it's easy to follow the world, isn't it? But when you follow him, man, guess what's going to happen? The devil's going to attack you. How many of y'all realize that? 
When you start going on God's side, the devil does not like it. He's going to call you in. But guess what? Devil's not allowed inside God's house, is it? He can't come in. He can't break the walls down. And that's the blessing that we have in God's house. That protection. So as you finish reading this chapter, look at the importance that he puts on this tabernacle. Build his house. And one of my favorite scriptures is for, as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. That is what we have to live on. Are you ready to serve him? Then build his wall. Build it and he will come. Right? Build that tabernacle inside of you. So that he can come and dwell with you. And see how God will open your heart to him. The kids are excited today. They're hearing the word of God. But what we need to do, we need to come into him like a child, don't we? Take away our ideas and to say, Lord, minister to me. Create in me a new heart, a new spirit. Mold me to what you want me to be. And watch what God does. I want everyone to bow your head and close your eyes. It's going to be a short sermon. We're allowed to do How many of you are upset? Bruce is, Bruce is so confused. It's, everybody's going to early. I don't know what to do. I want to bow your head and close your eyes. Abba, Father, we just come before you right now. Lord, I just ask right now that as we sit here in silence, Lord, speak to each one here. Lord, show them what you want them to do. Lord, let them expand their, their tents. Fill their knowledge, Lord. Give them the strength they need to be still and know that you are God. Lord, as we listen to you, Lord, give us the strength we need. Give us the encouragement we need to do what you are calling us to do. Lord, not, let us not be ashamed of the gospel. 
because it's the salvation of everyone who believes, to the Jew first and then to the nations. Lord, build your tabernacle inside of me. And let it be a light unto the nations. We ask this in your Son, Yeshua's precious name. And everyone said, Amen. 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 Give the Lord a hand. Amen. Amen.